Pablo for breakfast. Get it when you want with the best bits plus new stuff you haven't heard. Download the Listener app now. Today, catch it up with Hot Topics trending online from the opinion website, thebigsmoke.com.au. Founder Alexandra with us once again. And Alex, this first topic, I would be very concerned uh, if the bosses had the technology to implement this today at work. I mean, I got up in the middle of the night to watch the Socceroos, the greatest 10 minutes in World Cup. We were up 1-0. We ended up losing 4-1. Uh, if the bosses scan my brain at work today, they'd know I'm not very productive. Uh, this is not a good idea, is it? Yeah, look, this is interesting. So neurotechnology is coming to more workplaces, and the idea behind it is that neural sensors can get a sense, and it's quite reliable, um, of how an individual is coping. So whether that's understanding the different parts of the brain and the patterns in the brain and activity that are associated with things like being burnt out, mm-hmm. they're, fo- they're not focused, they're having um, stresses outside of work, uh, external stimuli, all of that kind of stuff. And that data can help inform a company as to what they need to do to make a worker more efficient or to help you know, make them more productive or even to, to incentivize them better. Now, people go either way with this because you can say on one hand that organizations could exploit this information and it could be a really negative thing. Other people, and, and I have to make comment that this is these are the innovations and the um, and the people that are responsible for the, the companies are suggesting that it actually gives um, humans the understanding of what they respond to and therefore they're more equipped to work in a way that's efficient so sometimes you know a boss might say to you and i've done this myself where you'll say i think you're going to be you know incentivized by these things when actually the person just wants every friday off (laughs) or actually they want to expand their job and they want to be more educated within their role and that would actually incentivize them more so maybe so i can see both sides of this as as to using neural sensors to understand what somebody needs to excel, mm. but I can also see the concerns around this and the fundamental problems um, from a privacy perspective. And also, don't forget this information. You don't want it being in, getting in the wrong hands, and um, and you, so there's going to be a lot of um, I guess complexity around how useful the data is and how the data is kept. Yeah, very true, uh, boss. If you're reading my brain at the moment, send me home. Send me home. Uh, now, this is fascinating. and I've heard this quite a bit, this next news headline. Uh, before you reach for your first cup of coffee, the moment you wake up, it's probably not the best thing to do. And we should potentially wait a few hours before we have that first cup of brew. Yeah. Um, so this is interesting research. I mean, there's a lot of studies that come out about what's the best time to have coffee. Um, but this one looked into the stress hormone, like your cortisol levels. Mm-hmm. So basically how your stress hormones respond to coffee so those cortisol levels really understanding what actually will occur if you have a coffee whether it will leave you at risk of being more jittery or whether it leaves you feeling more energized depends on when you have the cup of coffee and they found that that the key time frame is 9 30 to 11 a.m in the morning and right. then that's the best time to have coffee because it basically means that your you know the effects of the caffeine will not you know correlate in a bad way with your body um in terms of you know whether or not you're going to be able to go to sleep or whether or not you're going to feel extra jittery and um, and nervous from drinking too much coffee they also found that the best time to drink it is 30 minutes before exercise mm-hmm. because of the way caffeine can boost adrenaline um, and raise body temperatures yeah. so so that so there's all these different understandings of how our, our bodies respond to coffee. And I guess this is going off the average, right? If people are getting up 7, 7.30 in the morning. 
Yeah, and also taking into consideration that everybody's body responds differently to coffee. Yeah. Um, you know, some people, for example, can have a cup of coffee after dinner and still go to sleep. Other people can't have coffee after 12 p.m. Um, and still sleep. So so it just really, it's also, to, you know, taking this research into account, but also being mindful of your own intuitive response to, to, the, to caffeine and to any other external stimuli. Now, I know that you've looked at the most common English words for the year so far. What is it? Yeah. So this is from the Global Language Monitor. Um, and basically what they did was they scanned and tracked usage across the internet. So that social media, online, and also print. And what they found was that there were 37 of the most commonly used words in the English language. And they do relate to how the pandemic's dominated global conversation mm. because the number one word was denier. <laughs> so people talking about different things. And then words like, Ukraine, so it aligns ah. with you know the things that people are concerned about, um, and also things like variant. So variant was the eighth most commonly used word, um, and that's because people are talking about variants and strains and that sort of stuff. Um, and then the fourteenth most commonly used word over the past year was cancel culture. Wow. So it's just, but all of the words really aligned with you know, the political climate that we're in, the yeah. concerns we have as communities, and then also dealing with the pandemic. Was inflation in there, in somewhere in the mix? It, I, I didn't see inflation. Oh, we saw inflation definition. So people were obviously trying to understand inflation, so that's really interesting. <laughs> yeah. um, but also, number 27 was pumpkin spice, which depresses me. <laughs> no one should be having that in their coffee. No one. No, uh, no one. <laughs> uh, au. Jump on there. Join the convo and use those top 30 words. Why not? Mix it up. Uh, Alex, it's always good to chat and we'll catch up next week. Thank you. It's the podcast for Caratha, the Pablo for Breakfast podcast. Streaming now on the listener app.